Welcome to the After Show for episode 93. If this is your first time tuning in to our podcast, this is not the main episode. This is the Bray Brazas of the main episode, where we talk about random topics of interest. Yep, yep. Um, but this episode is a special one. Yeah. Uh, because we are going to do our retrospective of Four Minute. Yep. If you do not know, maybe you don't check internet sites, you know, maybe you rely on our podcast for news. Um, Which is not a good idea. It's not a good idea. <laughs> We're pretty bad about that. Yeah. But we do talk about important news, right? We don't talk about rumors. We don't talk about like, yeah. like, like, oh, the teasers of a thing. Or scandals. Yeah, or, or scandals. Unless things it's, a, like that. it's a big one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in case you don't know, for a minute has disbanded. Yeah. Um, uh, of the five members, Hyona is the only one to have re-signed her contract. The other four girls had their contracts um, end. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to come back to Cube, do different things. They're going to leave the company altogether. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't know what they're going to do. We don't no. know if they're going to go off together or not, if they're going to split up or not. We have yeah. no idea. Um, but the whole kind of like BAP version where they all leave their company and they sign with a different, different one but keep it yeah. as BAP, that is not going to happen because yeah. Hyona... Uh, decided to stay. Yeah. Um, now we don't know why she stayed. We don't know. Um, you know, I, there are a lot of like rumors, and he said she said. Yeah, I think it's very easy to speculate why yeah. Hyona of all people would stay. Yeah. Um, but you know, there is a very prevalent rumor where you know I think they pulled like Korean experts, music experts, mm -hmm. as to why this happened, and they they said that. Um, you know, looking at, I guess, sales data or whatever, yeah. like a new company had uh, 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 invested a lot of money into Cube Entertainment a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what their name is. I think IHQ. Yeah. Could be making that up. Uh, but they viewed 4Minute as a group that wasn't really making them any money. Yeah. Um, but Hyona makes them a lot of money. So might as well just sign Hyona. Yeah, might as well give give only Hyona a chance to resign. Yeah. So according to those rumors, uh, the other four didn't even, didn't even have a chance to resign. No. They were just like, after this contract, you done? See um, you later. Yeah, you guys yeah. have no choice. Um, but Hyona did have a choice, and apparently she has she chosen to stay, yeah. which is not great. Um, I think also there was some yeah. kind of scandally kind of stuff, which was like all of the members... Oh, the other four members all unfollowed Hyona yeah. from Instagram and all social media accounts. They took out four minutes from their name. Yeah. So uh, there's probably some bad blood in there. I mean, it's it's probably true, these these speculations, because before their last single came out, they mm -hmm. said um, whether or not they're going to you know, keep continuing as four minute will largely depend on how well their album does or that single does. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it didn't do as well, I'm guessing, as they thought. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of like natural progression of things. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody really expected. I mean, I sure as heck didn't expect them to do a BAP, right? And leave together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it totally makes sense to me that Kiona was the only one. Yeah. Um, it sucks. Big, big, big sucks. Right. But it does make total sense to me. Yeah. That was the prevalent idea for four minute for a long time that, you know, Hyuna was the breadwinner in that group. And unfortunately, we have seen other groups with similar problems like that and similar rumors. Um, of course, we can't confirm any of them, yeah. but it definitely looks and smells like, you know, money, like baby, yeah. the money. Um, yeah. But but I do think it's uh, kind of interesting because the last couple of retrospectives we did were for 21. Yeah. You know, we did one for Miss A mm -hmm. where, where the exact opposite happened, which is only one person left. Yeah. And it was the one person that, like, 
didn't really do much, you know, yeah. and was kind of tired of waiting around. Like yeah. both for of them's case, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, for both of their case, Missy's case uh, too. They're... Yeah, Miss. Oh, one person left, right? In Missy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then and, and the, they they mirrored their stories very very similarly, yeah. which is um, they wanted they to didn't have anything else. to do for yeah. for many years. Yeah. But this is a little bit different. Yeah, it's the exact opposite, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's the main person that's staying, that's the, the one that does things. everything, kind of stays, and the other yeah. four girls kind of got pushed aside which is yeah. kind of sad um look forward to see what they do but uh this is going to be kind of our retrospective it's not like a grand review it's no. not like it is just us kind of looking back at our memories with four yeah. minute um and if you're a huge 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 four minute fan um this may not be the podcast for you yeah you know we are we're not super fans of four minute no as josh likes to say you may not even call us fans of theirs yeah um but but i we i definitely have a lot of fond memories of Four yeah. Minutes. And there's um, a good amount of songs that we liked mm-hmm. of Four Minutes, um, especially during the Brave Brothers era, right? Brave Brothers. Brave Brothers. Um, uh, so, yeah, we're just going to talk about the songs that either had some sort of impact on us in our like kind of K-pop journey or kind of songs we liked. and Or at is, least have something big to, to say. Yeah. yeah, and this is just from like a casual fan's perspective. So yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, four minute uh, has way more songs than than twenty one and yeah. and Miss A. So uh, Miss A's we went song by song by song because they didn't have that many songs. Yeah, uh, but we are not going to do that. So if we don't talk about your favorite song, we're sorry. Yeah, um, they just were not our favorite songs. Yeah, um, but you know before we go, kind of hit the main uh, songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, why don't you kind of talk about your general thoughts of four minute? What four minute yeah. has meant to you? Okay, so uh, as a I have been a K-pop fan for, I think, a good amount of time. Not super, super long. But 4Minute has never really been, like, uh, a group that I really, really, really follow. Um, and that, I think, is because, for me, 4Minute doesn't really have a distinct uh, sound that I can, you know, relate with the memory I have of them. Um, when Stephen was asking me before we started, you know, just compiling our notes for 4Minute... Uh, he said, when you when I say four minute, what song do you think of? And honestly, a few songs pop into my head, but it's not like if you say, you know, Girls' Generation, I, I say G, right? Yeah, I think when most say, people would say G. Yeah, when you say, you know, Wonder Girls, Tell Me, mm-hmm. right? It's just four minute for me has never really had a song that I like equate to what mm-hmm. four minute is. Mm. Yeah, they they have uh, you know four minutes very actually very special Mm -hmm. where they have three distinct kind of eras right because they have the the very first era very long era they have the Shin Zedong Tiger era yeah and a lot of their music sounds the same and then there's a very big shift to the Bray Brothers era yeah uh, where everything sounds very Bray Brothersy and then they switch to their recent era which there's no name. Like we just call the two composers for both of those songs are yeah. um, what are their names? Uh, like So, so Jae Woo and Son Young Jin. But yeah. the the I guess the more American style era. Yeah. Um, and you know Shin Sadong and Brave Brothers and these two guys that we just talked about they're all composers. And if you are not really keen on Korean composers and things, uh, if you hear. Shin Sun Tiger, if you hear Brave Brothers, you can recognize their sound. They definitely have a style. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much kind of dictated what four minutes sound was in that like era. So mm-hmm. we're going to go era by era based off of composers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you, you know, to, to follow up on what you're saying, like, um, 
you know, I think, you know, everybody individually, they, they have a four minute song. You say four minute, they think of it. Yeah. But I think as a general whole, um, it's a little up in the air. Cause like, yeah. I think some people uh, came in during the Shinzodong Tiger era. And mm-hmm. so they think of one of those songs. And some people, you know, discovered four minute during the Brave Sound era. So mm-hmm. they think of Brave Sound. And yeah. some people discovered them just recently. in the crazy hate, you know, you know, drop it like it's hot era. And yeah. that's what they think of. Yeah. But they're very uh, different. Like, yeah. like Nisse was very different song by song. Yeah. But, but, um, Foreman is very different era by era. It's yeah. very interesting. Like, they have groups of songs that are very similar sounding to each other. Yeah. And we're gonna kind of talk about that. But, Stephen, before we start, you want to talk about what Four Minute is like in your yeah. experience? Um, but Four Minute was, is very similar, uh, uh, uh I think to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, I, I think you didn't really follow them right away, right? You no. kind of came in a little bit late. Yeah. And I, um, because I was, I was a huge Wonder Girls fan, and Hyona used to be part of the Wonder Girls, and then she <laughs> left. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you didn't know, I, I think you know some people maybe not even know who Wonder Girls are, right? Because yeah. they're so kind of irrelevant nowadays. Um, but yeah, she used to be part of the Wonder Girls, but she left very early. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was interested. I wanted to know what her new thing was. Yeah. And so, um, and her I, new thing being four minutes. Yeah, being four yeah. minutes. Um, so, you know, hot issue and, and music and so the earlier stuff I was really into, mm-hmm. but I did take like a general kind of K-pop break. Yeah. Um, like at the like end of 2010 to around 2012, yeah. where like I, I just, I was following like a handful of things, but I wasn't really following a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So we were going back and listening to some of those four minutes songs during that time. And I'm like, this is maybe the first time I ever heard some of these songs. But honestly, for me around that time, I think I was the least interested in four minute around that time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I also think like when I go back and listen to some of the songs, I'm like, I don't know, like these were not great songs. No, um, I know for some people, the, they may be their favorite songs. That might of be all your time. Jimmy Jam. Yeah, but, but for me, we'll talk more specifics later. Yeah. Um, but let's just start kind of like. With the first era, right? The first yeah. era, Shinzodong Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else he's done recently. Like he's been a big e- EXID. One of yeah. the reasons EXID has been doing really well yeah. is because of Shinzodong Tiger. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't think he's been like he was really big back in this this era. Yeah. Um, you know, six five six years ago. Mm-hmm. But but I think recently he hasn't done that much. Yeah. His, besides his, on EXID, his sound uh, of kind of songs that he makes are very, um, I hate to use this word, but it sounds very dated um, because they do sound like songs from like earlier on K-pop years. And, you know, K-pop, the sound of K-pop has, you know, been evolving Mm -hmm. different ways. And Shin Sunong Tiger is one of those composers that are kind of a throwback in in terms of style and and sound. Um, Like, I think uh, Shin Sunong Tiger still are producing songs that are relevant these days, but they do sound a little bit kind of, dare I say, old. Um, Some of them. I think Shinzodong Tiger is very much like Double Psychic, where, like, Mm -hmm. their main songs have a very certain feel, but then, like, there are some kind of side... Because Double Psychic is lots of people. Right. And and I think Shinzodong Tiger is also... It's not Mm -hmm. just one person. Okay. Um, So, like, for example, like, you know, you have the XID stuff, but they also did your... We just talked about last podcast. Uh, CLC's song. CLC's No O O, um, which I was very surprised actually to hear. It uh, the Tiger. Pink's Remember. Uh, Fiesta's You're Pitiful. Yeah. Uh, Dia's Somehow. Like, that, those yeah. are not super uh, yeah. um, songs, but like, uh, A Pink's Love. Yeah, A Pink's uh, L U V E. 
Uh, the worst song in the world, Tiara Sugar Free. Right. So basically, like Fiesta and EXID, they are kind of what Shin Sung Tiger sounds like. Yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, recently. They do some randos like Dal Shabet's Big Black Baby or Big Big, big Baby 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 Baby. baby, baby. baby. Big some baby, C Cloud, baby. some Speed, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest songs are like maybe the A Pink newer A Pink songs, not the really awesome A Pink songs, but the newer A Pink songs. And the EXID song. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so let's talk about their first song. Mm-hmm. Right? Their first song in the Shinzadon Tiger song. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is Hot Issue. Issue was their debut song, mm-hmm. and um, this for me, and I think for Steven as well. When you think of four minutes, since we kind of came in, well, I didn't come in in this area, but this is the first four minute song I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we associate this song the most with four minute, yes, yeah. yes. Like, I think this was like the template, you mm-hmm. know, for a lot, you know, for a lot of the Shinzadong Tiger era yeah. was how well Hot Issue kind of did, and so yeah. they kind of were always trying to replicate. Something similar to that, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think that that's pretty interesting for because we we talk about Girls' Generation, mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Girls. Like it's it's ve- rarely ever the first song, right? Yeah, it's very rarely like you know rarely any the debut song, any group. You yeah. know, it's the first song is usually the weirdest uh, yeah. one where you're like they don't make songs like that anymore. Yeah, they're trying. It's like a feeler song, right? They're trying mm-hmm. to see like you know, how the public is going to react to this song and this concept. And if they don't like it, they're going to change it. But if they like it, they're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, and I guess because it did so well, yeah. they were like, we're going to stick with this. And, and it, this is the defining four-minute song for me. Yeah. Like, when you say four-minute, I think, you know, hot, hot, hot issue. You know, that, no, that's no, what I, I hear. Like, that, this Ow. song is the reason why I understand the Korean phrase from head to from toe. From head to toe. They yeah. use that like kind of expression so much in songs it's in so many songs so and many every time songs. i hear it i, I agree i think of, yeah. yeah um and so and like you know th- their styling was just this like you you said a very uh like uh it, it's of the time where it's just this like cacophony mm-hmm. cacophony of cacophony. colors cacophony 
Cacophony. Yeah. yeah, where it's just like there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Like like Twenty One's Lollipop is also very yeah, similar. Yeah, Early yeah. Twenty One style is also very yeah. similar. Um, just that era of just like colors, guys, colors and 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 stuff. Like me and Steven, we kind of joke a lot about how K-pop costumes are like really ridiculous, but. This is a time where K-pop costumes were more than ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they had different, you know, patterns and colors, and they're, like, neon, and it's just... They were really experimenting with hairstyles. Oof. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, Hot Issue is not one of the crazier ones. Like, it gets pretty crazy in some of the other ones, but you can kind of see that that kind of thing is happening. Um, And, you know, this is one of those songs where, like, for the the early Shinzadong era is, like, very heavily auto-tune based. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Hot Issue has, like, for me, a good, a, a good amount. A good balance of auto-tune. Yeah, where yeah. it's, like, kind of put as an accent at the end of some kind of some mm-hmm. parts, but you don't hear, like, extended yeah. sequences that are yeah. all auto-tune, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I, and I really think, like, real four-minute fans are going to, like, butcher me for this, but four-minute have never been good singers. They have always been, in my mind, kind of sing-talkers and rappers. Mm-hmm. And so this song really kind of showcases their sing-talkiness. Yeah. And, but actually, I think this kind of sing-talking is the good kind of sing-talking. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it one, kind of set the precedent for four minute to pursue that style. Mm-hmm. But I think that this song, with autotune, it was actually... Not bad. Mm. It was actually pretty good sing talky wise. Yeah, yeah. Definitely I think for a minute like I, I know they can sing, right? Yeah. Again, we always run into this issue of like yeah. what have we seen of them? Yeah. Or from what we've seen of for a minute, the majority of their songs are very sing talky. Yeah. Um rippity rappity and sing talky. Yeah. And they and they work mainly with composers who do well with with groups who don't really have strong vocals. Yeah. 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 Like I think maybe you know now six years later and mm-hmm. crazy and hate there's some it's a little bit of goodness right mm-hmm. they do some ballads mm-hmm. right cold rain yeah. some other ones I don't know <laughs> some other some ones other, I never listen to these ballads <laughs> some other ones um, but uh, and and also you know that I think this song has a really good length dance break and a really good length mm. rap breakdown afterwards mm. doesn't go on for too long it, it, it's 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 in there to add a little bit of flavor and yeah. a little bit of style, a little bit of Hyona sexy time, and I think it works. Just just well. enough pocket of goodness, I yeah. think. Yeah. And like this song has, I think, so many defining features of four minute, like mm-hmm. you know, the auto tune and sing talky, and kind of these these weird kind of sounds that I wouldn't necessarily classify as electronic mm-hmm. but i wouldn't necessarily classify as like hip-hop sounds mm-hmm. but they're very interesting sounds and also they like saying their name right yes they love yeah. saying their name and i like that i like that yeah. like not only do they say their name at the intro of songs right yeah but like they worked it into the song and you know i i, I like that very recently with twice right yeah. where you, they integrate into the chant mm-hmm. like it helps when you you know Six years ago, when you're like, "What was that group again?" And I was like, "All oh, right, it's four, right. four, 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 four minute." Okay, I got four, 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 four minute. Yeah, four minute. Um, right. Still to this day, still bothers me that they're called four minute and because they have five members. Five members. Yeah, and and I've said multiple times on other podcasts that it's totally stupid. It's a dumb thing, but it does bother me a slight, tiny, tiny bit. Four Hiana, Hiana plus four. That's four. what we always used to joke around of. Now it's Hiana so. and no, no other more. So no yeah. more. Um, but you know. 
if you're new to our podcast, we do have lovely, lovely uh, people who have donated money to us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And so I asked some of them on our Slack channel what their favorite four-minute song was. Yeah. And we got some reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not reviews, some... Uh, comments. Comments, yes. Yeah. Uh, so Diggy... Or diggy. Yeah, we know you diggy. We, yeah. we see you commenting on YouTube a lot as well. Yeah, says uh, I. Uh, th- their favorite four minute song is "Hot Issue." Yeah, um, love the dance. The song sounded very different from the rest of the podcast. Sorry, K-pop. from the rest of K-pop, and I think it really showed early on that four minute were special and they weren't just another girl group. Yeah, and uh, Alan also says uh, plus one for "Hot Issue." Yeah, so uh, thanks for uh, telling us. So you know. We liked Hot Issue a lot. Mm-hmm. These people really liked Hot Issue. Yeah. Um, the next song that came out was music, yeah. but we, I, I kind of felt like it was just like more Hot Issue, but just not as good as Hot Issue. I, yeah, I felt it was kind of like a, a sophomore release, mm-hmm. like because it didn't really uh, push the bar in any aspects. But it, it, it pushed the autotune bar. It, it definitely it, pushed it, the autotune bar. The autotune was like fucking oh, 100. God, yeah, that was too much, but it, I don't think they really did anything new with music. Compared mm-hmm. to what they've already done with High Issue. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the next uh, uh, song we want to talk in depth mm-hmm. is the next song. Josh, what song is it? song called What a Girl Wants. Yeah, yeah. This is my bus Christina Aguilera? Oh, maybe. I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's one of those uh, pop divas. Yeah. Uh, I think of that song every time I hear, just like Good Luck, you know, I always think of the Beast Good Luck, yeah. you know, not the AOA one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Trigger. this song was is one of my, um, if you listen to our Miss A retrospective, mm. and one of my favorite songs was Love Alone. Mm. Which was just this, this song that's kind of very, very different than the rest. It's just dancey. It's like very mm-hmm. ballad, da- dance ballad, yeah. fun dancey ballady kind of song. Yeah, it's it's um, it's really hard to describe. It's one of those songs you definitely have to listen to to understand what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I really like this song. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm. I know for a fact that if this was a new song that came out now, I'd be like, "What yeah. is this horrible?" <laughs> Weird nonsense. But there's but, like some nostalgia attached to this song, right? Yeah, I listen to this song a lot um, because I, I 
you know, even Hot Issue at the time, I wasn't like super into Hot Issue. I wasn't yeah. super into Four Minute, but I really did like the What a Girl Wants kind of flavor where mm. it's more cutesy. Yeah. It's more, you know, it was as ballady as Four Minute was going to mm. go back then. Mm. And I, I just thought I liked that a lot more than the kind of more yeah. clubby kind of, uh, you know, dance yeah. track they were doing. So like for me, compared to Hot Issue and music, this song was definitely uh, an experimenting song. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought they were trying a lot of new things or they're trying to keep doing some of the things that they have done in the previous songs, like especially auto-tune. They turned auto-tune from 10 to 11 in this fucking song. Yeah. And I think that they were just really, really, really trying to figure out what direction they wanted to kind of go because mm-hmm. I feel like around this time, they probably had a lot of pressure that you know they could be really similar to Wonder Girls. And then, you know, with Hyanna coming from the Wonder Girls, you don't want to be, mm. you know, a copy of, you know, you don't want to be Wonder Girls just be, right? Yeah. And so I feel like they were trying a lot of things that at the time were uh, probably normal things to try. But for now, me listening to it, it sounds really, really Frankenstein-y. And like the concepts and the sounds are just really, really kind of all over the place. Yeah, all there's like, time. you know, it, it's... It's got like Hyona is rapping, you know, really hard. Some yeah. of the other girls are rapping. Yeah. The concept was really strange because it, it was like a band concept. Like a cutesy. But a cutesy schoolgirl band, band concept. concept. Yeah. Which is really strange for, for four minutes, especially as a whole, right? When yeah. you look back. Um, you know, I, I don't think, I think it's Frankenstein y in like a very different way than what we're used to seeing now. Yes, true. What we're used to seeing now is like, man, the drop was really different or like mm-hmm. the chorus really. This is just like two uh, distinct sounds and they're just kind of like put together yeah, put side together. by side. Yeah. But this is kind of more of a mix. Yeah. Like just this weird mix. This huge pot of just like concept stew. Yeah. And it's just, you know, got everything in it. But like, I, I, I really like this concept yeah. stew. And, and I, and you know, maybe this was the last song where I was like, autotune's okay, guys. Yeah. Because like, I, I'm still like, that autotune is like a, you know, I all remember the past of Attitude, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just, I really like this song. Mm. Um, it's probably one of my favorite songs. Um, because, you know, when we were determining which songs to talk in depth, we mm. were talking about, like, our five favorite songs, right? Yeah. And Hot Issue was one of them. What a Girl Wants was one of them. Yeah. Um, and the next one was yeah. one of them. The next song to be released is called, Huh? <laughs>
know what it stands for? Hit your heart, I think? Hit, uh, hit something, something. Uh, I don't know. I, it's in the music video, heart but it's not in the discography. Uh, I think yeah. it's hit your heart, hit your heart, hit, hit your huna, hyona, hyona, your hyona. Um, I don't know. But anyways. Hyona, you hyona. So ha, huh, I think is a very interesting. Mm. Because, you know, we were listening to it, we were listening to it, and, and you were like, man, this song sounds very, very similar to Hyona's solo song, Change. Yeah, that's and right. And it does sound very similar to Hyona's Change. And we were like, man, what are the dates? Like, what, what you know, what's the dates yeah, on we this? Looked like, which up. one came first, which one came second? And Hyona's Change actually released first. In January. In January. Yeah. And uh, this song released, I think, a couple months later. I think in May. In May or yeah. June or something like that. So and, literally just less than half a year. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it's, I think it's very, and I think it's very telling for Four Minute in general, which was like, cause Hyona's Change did very well. Mm. I mean, uh, Four Minutes Past Up also did very well. Yeah. But I think they saw, this is total speculation, but I think they saw the direction that Hyona's Change was going and they mm. were like, no, we're going to take this direction and we're going to use it for, for Four Minute. Mm. Because there's a very distinct, like, like, uh, change from like pre-change era yeah. and after change era yeah. in the Shinsodan Tiger. I think maybe like Cube, they kind of had this idea that they were going to have Hyuna do some like solo work on the side. And change, I think, probably surprised them about how successful that was. And they thought, oh, you know, this this sound and this concept, it, it works. It works. So yeah. let's try the, the same sound, the same concept with the group instead of just Hyuna. And I think this is kind of like a turning point for a more kind of four minute that we are more familiar with. Yeah, more fierce kind of four yeah. minute and not a dance poppy kind of four yeah, minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like this song also kind of shed a lot of the autotune mm -hmm. that was being used. Mm -hmm. um, they started to dress more sexy, yeah. right? Especially Yona. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they somehow made coveralls kind of sexy. Hey, I have always thought coveralls were sexy when they unzip it until like the stomach. Like, mm. Yeah, especially yes. when it's like an old hairy dude. Oh, the best. Yeah, big ass belly. You're like, oh. The best. Like the chest hair. The oh, best. Yeah, the best. The puberty pubes. Oh, the chest pubes. No, yeah. Um Luckily, Four Minute has no yeah. chest pubes. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely like... Um, when you go back and you kind of listen to like the rap in this song specifically, oh it my is God. such like a, of that time oh, rap. Oh, it's so bad. It's so cringy. It's so bad. Oh. So out of nowhere on this song. But, oh. you know, for the time, right? For the time, it was probably like, ooh. They, 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 like, it's probably like, yes. Yeah, slay, probably yeah, the, the five-year-old version of yes. Um, whatever that was. Oh, God. Um, but I, I mean, I really think that they found something that they could work with after experimenting a lot yeah. and this kind of was the first song out of the 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 Shinsodong era mm. yeah yeah um so you know again we asked some of our patreon jingas and uh this song huh was actually a lot of people's favorite yeah um m baby blue says that huh was my favorite to me uh because i loved the dance and the video it was very powerful while still sexy mm -hmm. um Princess of Mind, he or she says, I probably think she, uh, says, Huh is by far my favorite form of the song. It's so catchy and just sucks me in every time. Mm -hmm. And Ferric? Ferric? Ferric 5? Yeah. Ferric 5 says, uh, Huh, this one's my favorite, sexy and catchy. The Grease Monkey coveralls are definitely a factor. Yeah. So a lot of people, I think, uh, mm -mm. you know, 
discovered, not maybe not discovered, but this was like the shining kind yeah. of light in, in yeah. the four minute era. Which which is kind of uh, interesting to me because I think Huh as a whole um, in Korea didn't chart like super high, but it's a lot of people, at least Archingus, uh, say this is the song. Well, for them. it was three. Three, I, I mean, mean, back then was, you know. I mean, yeah, but but I mean, it, I think it, I mean it sold a lot. It was the yeah. highest selling. I mean, granted, this was even compared to other you know uh, things like I I think I think you don't think it did very well because you didn't like it very much. Mm. But I think for a lot of people, uh, like this was the defining uh, four minute song. I, mm. I really do think, yeah, um, because they spent a lot of time kind of trying to mm. make, like try to get that huh like back again yeah um but but this was also kind of the era where like i kind of started tuning out for mm. four minute or k-pop in general yeah. um so like the next couple of songs that were released uh we're not going to talk in depth but no. um the next song was i my me mine oh gosh that's which hard to say. i don't think i ever heard before this no i haven't um or, or maybe i heard like randomly like a little bit yeah. of the backing track somewhere um but i do want to say that uh steph Mm-hmm. Uh, chose I my I my me mine as her favorite uh, four minute song. Uh, she loves the beat and it gives a lot of energy to work with. Uh, it has a bunch of random English that I can sing to, which as Steve you know can, I love. Yeah, Stevie can relate. Um, the music video has great outfits too. They look really great, and it's a look that very few girls go with. Uh, they all look distinct, tough, powerful. Woman concept is great. Hmm, interesting, um, but I have absolutely no recollection. I I just listened to this like two yeah two times or three times today. Zero recollection. I so. I probably have heard the song or have seen the music video. Probably both, but it's just not yeah not, not stuck huge. in my mind. Yeah. Um, the same goes for the the rest. Like the, the next one's Heart to Heart, mm-hmm. Mirror Mirror, Volume Up. Yeah, like I kind of remember little bits of Heart to Heart, a little bit of Volume Up, but. Uh, I really, they were never songs that I, I really listened to. That's funny because out of these, the, the three that we just mentioned, Heart to Heart, Mirror, Mirror, Volume Up, I remember Volume Up and Mirror, Mirror the best out of the three. Mm. I think Mirror, Mirror actually was was pretty popular. Yeah, no, I mean, they were all pretty popular. Yeah. Like Mirror, Mirror did really well. Volume Up got number two. Mirror, mm. Mirror got number two. two. Like, Heart to Heart number five. Yeah, like uh-huh. they, they were they were pretty big. I, I just, just, they're not my us, type yeah. of song, I think. Um, yeah. I, I don't. Even listening to them again, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, even the earlier four minute stuff is not really my thing nowadays, right? But yeah. at least at the at time, the time, I have that nostalgia that I can really lean yeah. into. Um, and again, this was a period where I just wasn't really into it. So yeah. maybe, you know, it's one of your favorites. Maybe Volume Up is one of your favorites. Mirror mm-hmm. Mirror is one of your favorites. Just yeah. for us, for our retrospective, I just, eh. It's just not, yeah. Yeah, uh, but that is kind of the end of the Shinzon Tiger era. Mm-hmm. It ended with Volume Up. Yeah. Uh, but before we move into the Brave Sound era, I do want to say thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Yep, yep. Um, again, we 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 loved it's it's been over two months now since we yeah. started asking for some money. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you want to help us out, you can be on our Slack channel. We can ask you questions. Mm-hmm. You can be in our podcast. Yeah. You know, you go to Patreon.com/slash This Week in K-Pop. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I also want to give a, a shout out to some specific people. Yeah. People that donated $10 or more last month. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Josh, why don't you read these names? You know, cause I talk a lot. Yeah, but that's the good thing. All right. So, uh, so these Patreon supporters, uh, $10 or more, uh, Kenneth R, Derek M, Joanne J, Justin BB, Crystal R, 
Yes. Thank you for all your support. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. It doesn't matter if you donate a dollar. It doesn't matter if you donate 10, 25. Really, we just thank you just for listening. Um, because oh, there's probably two names that I'm oh, forgetting no. because they donated on pay- on PayPal mm, and I didn't check because I'm an PayPal. idiot. Um, but I'll well, I'll give you guys make sure I give you guys we'll give you some property props in the next after show. show. I, I do remember that because we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Um, Sometimes but, I forget to check both things. Yeah, um, but I mean, we really appreciate you just listening and just I mean, leaving feedback or reviews, things like that because. Uh, we do this so we have people to talk to K-pop. That's not mm-hmm. this guy or this guy. Right. I, I kind of know what Josh is going to say, and Josh kind of knows what I'm going to say. Right? It's boring. Yeah. We're boring, you know. Boring. We're like you an old married couple. Other. We know each other. Yeah. Um, but you know, like for example, recently we had like two or three new people come in our Slack channel. Yeah. And they 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 talk a lot, and it's really mm-hmm. great because it kind of uh, re- reinvigorates a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, when new people come in, so yeah. uh, if you want to be in our Slack channel, you mm. know, donate five dollars or more. But again, all money, uh, uh, we appreciate everybody mm-hmm. uh, uh, who who even listens, right? Let yeah. alone donates money. Um, but uh, yeah, let's move on then. All right. To my favorite era. Yeah. But I'm super biased. Brave Brazos. Super biased to Brave Brazos. Brave um, Brazos. But actually, of the four Brave Brothers songs, yeah. Uh, two of them, and maybe even the two more more popular ones, mm. I don't actually like that much. Huh. That's um, interesting. Right? So, for example, the first one uh-huh. was What's Your Name? Uh-huh. And What's Your Name, I think, is one of their highest charting songs. It might yeah, have been hit number first, one. Yeah, it might have been the first number one. Yeah, they, it's their first number one in Korea. Yeah. And What's Your Name, like, I, I remember the chorus. I will remember and that chorus. What's your name? Yeah. Well, what's your name? For the rest of my life. Four minutes. Four minutes. Uh, but as an overall song, I, I just... I didn't like it that much, mm. um, but I do under I do know that it's a big ass song, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's the second song that that I was really like, brave, brave sound. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, yeah. Lord, for brave sound. And yeah. so that song is called "Is It Poppin." <laughs> podcast because it was one of those like you know sometimes the english name and the korean name are totally different and yeah. this is one of those totally different ones yeah 
Because uh-huh. so the Korean name of the song is Muljoa, uh, mm-hmm. but it directly translates to "Is the water good?" Yeah, and that is kind of like a slang term for saying like you know, are there attractive people there and. Mm-hmm. You know, is how is the atmosphere? So, is it popping? Is kind of, I guess, the English, the English kind of, you know, equivalent, trans- equivalent yeah. of that. But, but it's also a very dated sounding. You know, yeah. is it popping? You know, is but the sentiment is the same, right? Like, yeah. how are the girls at the club? Like, yeah. is it popping off? You know, yeah. these days we would say, is it lit, right? But would we say that yeah. these days? I, I would I, say. I that. just said that yesterday. It'd be like, yo, yo, Josh, how's the club like? It'd be like, yo, Josh. Dude, I just said yesterday, like, oh yeah, man, it was lit. Yesterday, but but see, you're that you you say things like that. I do, I do say things like that. A, I would never call you to ask about a club ever, and B, if you said it's lit, I would be like, shut your fucking mouth. Don't fucking say that. Yeah, don't say that shit to me, okay? Right, you an old man, okay? You an old man. I'm an old man. I'm not. Should be saying shit like I'm that. not. I'm not a youngin anymore. Yeah. But is it popping? Um, so Shin Sandong Tiger definitely had a style. Brave yeah. Sound definitely has its own style. And what's your name was I think very brave sound sounding if that makes any sense because um, is it poppin I think has more no you're, you're backwards again I'm a backwards, backwards again? again hold on yeah like what's your name yeah. was like brave sound but yeah uh, as the first brave sound song uh, after the Shinzon Tiger era yeah like I think he really tried to kind of emulate a lot of brave brother sound in what's your name. Ah, um, yeah. Is it popping? Is the mm-hmm. first one where it's like this is brave sound doing his brave, brave sound thing. thing. That's what I right? would say. Yeah. yeah, it's a very simple, very pop kind of doobity boops, beepity beeps. So for Shin Sung Dong Tiger, I think the style was very like okay, let's try to use auto tune and their voices to add these weird sounds in. And for me, it, it just sounded like a lot of noise. Yeah, there's a lot of noise and brave sound. I think the reason why we like him so much is because he has a catchy beat, mm-hmm. keeps things very simple, and adds little little tweaks and little noises to kind of make it more catchy. Yeah, like his catchiness comes a lot from the melodic bibbidi boops. Mm-hmm. And on Tiger, it's like they both use very electronic sounds, mm-hmm. but on Tiger uses one side of it where it's like kind of the older you know style, right. which. Makes sense because yeah. you know these are from a while ago, yeah. and and Brave Sound kind of uses kind of the newer style at the time, mm, right. where it was more simple and and melodic rather than just like yeah. noises. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what's your name was kind of still a little bit old, four minute sounding, but this song is definitely Brave Sound. Yeah. Song. Yeah. And I know a lot of people. I think when they came out with, because uh, I remember uh, talking about this on the podcast and. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people didn't really like it because they were mm. like, this doesn't sound like for me. It's so different. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like a Sistar song, right? This yeah. sounds like a Brave Sound song. And mm. I totally get that. I totally yeah. get that maybe some of the four-minuteness was lost. Mm. But I also think that this song is a really good song. Yeah. For, like for me at the time, I really did not share that same sentiment because up to this point, I really thought four-minute was all over the place. Mm. Like they have songs like, you know, Hot Issue. And then you have songs like, huh. Which to me are polar opposites yeah. in sound and style, but but I do think that you know after ha like I mean my I my my me my my mind, mind, mind yeah. and heart to heart and mirror mirror volume up I think for like two years they were relatively they were consistent, consistent yeah. with, with what they were doing right yeah. and so I think if you look at that time versus this time it might be very jarring yeah. but I mean I think I came in. Uh, 
to start really listening to Four Minute like a little bit before the Brave Sound era. Mm. So, you know, I was listening to all these songs at once mm. instead of going through the natural progression of things. And I was just like, oh, well, for me, Four Minute, all these songs sound different. Yeah, sound I'm, re- I'm listening to them back to back to back. Mm. Um, and so for me, it, it didn't really feel like it was such a huge jump because mm. I was already, you know. You, you came in a little late and so mm-hmm. you were... Yeah. No, I can understand that. Um, like, like for me also, you know, I missed some of those sounds, mm. right? Like two years kind of. Mm. Um, but like, again, I listen to it now and like, is it popping? It's still just a much better pop song, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I, I understand the concept's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. I understand that, that, you know, but, but I also of, you know, four minutes concepts. I know a lot of people like them. I just never, I, mm. I just never liked a lot of their concepts. Like, mm. I thought, like, when one girl looked really good, the other four girls looked really weird. And yeah. I didn't like it. Like, and, the, and they're all they're all pretty girls, right? Yeah, like, very they all have different uh, songs where they I think, damn, that girl looks really good. Mm-hmm. Or it really suits her. Yeah. But they, like, the concepts just range so, like, sometimes mm-hmm. their hair is really weird. Yeah. Sometimes the outfits that they choose to give some of the girls are really weird. Yeah. Um, but I really like the Is It Popping concept because maybe it's generic, but it just, it was very of that time. Yeah. But it was just very simple. Yeah. And, and I like that. Yeah. And I mean, some people can say that we're very picky because we do hate, hate it when there are like very generic costumes and they all look the same. But on the flip side, you can have this like trying to differentiate them too much. And then some people really get like the brunt end of the stick, you know, like yeah. really, really strange stuff. And I think 4Minute always kind of had a problem balancing that. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, they've, I, I think, you know, in the Brave Sound era, they, they normalized a little normalized bit. Normalized a little bit. But yeah. I also think that's the problem with Brave Sound. It's like, it's not that people don't like Brave Sound. It's just that I think his songs were so prevalent around that time and so mm. good that a lot of people were emulating his sound mm. or he was emulating himself. Yeah. So, like, it became super, super normalized. And super like generic. generic. Yeah. 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 Which is sad. But I think at the time, like, I really, you know, I was really into, you know, Is It Poppin'? I really yeah. like that style of song. Yeah, same. Um, and so after Is It Poppin', mm-hmm. um, con- to continue the uh, question motif, yeah. right? You got What's Your Name? Is, Is It Poppin'? Poppin'? The next song, of course. What You Doin' Today? What You Doin' Today? Um, another Brave Sound song. Again, another yeah. song that I can remember. I know, another of course. Banger. Another right? banger. I think yeah. this one was also number one. This one was all. The, yeah, the, the yeah, only two four songs times. 4 Minute ever had number one was yeah. What's Your Name and What You Doing Today. Those yeah. were the only two songs. Yeah. Um, and, like, again, I, I can picture this this song, you know. Like, I can remember that forever in my life. Yeah. But but I think as the lead single, right? Because like, what's your name and yeah. and what you're doing today are like the big lead ones. Like, yeah, they are still a little bit to me, kind of trying to retain that Shinzadon Tiger kind of sound. Mm. And um, I just don't like it as much. Mm. Right? I like the more pure. Because is it popping? Was just like a digital single later. Mm. Um, I don't even know if it. I don't even think it showed up in an album. Right? Mm, it was yeah. just Brave Sound, do your thing, yeah. and. Obviously, I'm biased, but but I like those more. Yeah, for me, I think I liked more of the Brave Sound kind of mix with old Four Minute because I thought that sound was really really interesting. So you liked the What's Your Name and the What You Doing Today? I think I liked those songs more than Is It Poppin'. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe uh, 
because we're talking about yeah. it, you're switching. Because in time, the beginning, when we were time, discussing which songs to talk about, yeah. you 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 only picked the non yeah Shinzo like like at that at that time of listening to it, I I really can't recall if like what song I liked the most because I think I liked all of them. Mm. But now when I'm looking back at it, I think I appreciate uh, more the ones that sound like an old four minute mix with Brave Sound. Because I've heard a lot of Brave Sound songs to this day. Yeah. And like, Is It Poppin' to me is very Brave Soundy. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't necessarily scream out to me for a minute. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying, What You're Doing Today and What's Your Name are more four minute. It has minute, more of that four minute Four minute-ishness for me. I can yeah. see that. I can yeah. see that. Um, you know, to, I mean, I originally, I, I you know me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like my Brave Sound and, yeah. and uh, I... You know, listening to what you're doing today and what's your yeah. name, like I, I think they're they're still pretty good songs, right? I'm yeah. not saying that they're bad songs or anything, um, but I still enjoy kind of the is more, it popping is probably yeah okay. the more pure style, yeah. and of course the next song, right? The next song I think is probably our favorite four minute song, um, Stephen and I, yeah, and that song is only gained weight. Yeah, it's four minutes. Ooh. What's up, brave sound and brave bravest. on a podcast for any time you know my you love know, you know my love and you know how song. and you should know how much steven hates me because uh our 2014 retrospective ah, <laughs> never forget josh <laughs> hashtag never forget hashtag never forget uh the funny thing is it's like this song i think was such a good song um but it really just goes to show in k-pop it's all about salience and how much like kind of attention you can grab because this song was um made by brave sound but for his like kind of 10th anniversary like album project yeah he he would like release one song a month Uh and yeah this was one of them so it was not promoted on any music shows it was Mm -hmm. not promoted on anything it was just kind of just this rando track Mm -hmm. um off his compilation album it actually doesn't even feature all for a minute no it only features hyona gaun and sohyun yeah uh, only three of them uh but like you know, Man. speaking of hashtag never forget, like this is my favorite song of 2014. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite four minute song of all time. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite four minute or brave sound intro because mm-hmm. it's hilarious and I love it. Yeah. Brave um, Yeah. Four minutes. Yeah. Um, 
And, and for me, like, we were actually kind of discussing, like, you know, what's our favorite Brady sound song, song in general. And this was in, in discussion. Yeah. Like, this, I mean, he's had so many great songs that we personally love. Yeah. This is definitely maybe top three. But, like, I, I still think this is the best backing track of any Brave Sound song. Yeah. Like, maybe I like, you know, My Boy a lot. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I like, um, you know, AOA, uh, AOA Short Hair or, or, or Like a Cat or, or Mini Skirt yeah. or Love Options, Bestie, right? Yeah. Like, there's so many great songs, but I think the backing track and the boopity boops, this <laughs> is the best boopity boop of all boopity boop times. Yeah. It's so good. Every time it comes on, I'm just like, Holy shit, this is genius. I cannot believe this was not a main song for anybody. Yeah. And that's like, I think this song is very representative of Four Minute as a group. Like, if you say Four Minute, what song comes to mind? For me, it's Hot Issue. But if you say what song kind of represents Four Minute as a group the most, I think it's this song. And the reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is because I think Four Minute kind of suffers from this like saliency. Like, their style and their way of kind of making songs is just not as popular nowadays. And they just aren't on people's minds. And so that's why they're kind of just slipping off into this, this riding off into the sunset. And this song kind of is really, really good. Has a lot of good things about it. But it's just because it didn't, it wasn't on people's minds that it just wasn't as popular. Yeah. Do you disagree, Steven? No, I, it's, it's like the, I don't know if it's I'm misunderstanding what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I think you're like equivalating two things that because you're saying like I get what you're saying, which mm-hmm. is like this song didn't gain much traction, mm-hmm. and you're equating that to four minutes newer songs, which also didn't gain any traction. Yeah, but it's weird for me that you would say that when you think of four minute, this yeah. is the song. Like, um, oh, like not like not, that, not in a sense of like four minutes. Tell me a song. But I mean, like, this song kind of... Like, is, I think a better way to I, say it is like, I think this... Uh, Four Minute has a problem in yeah. the last couple of years, which is yeah. the, they pick a... But the thing is, the, the problem with the, the next era, which I don't want to talk too much about now, mm. is that they picked a genre that is not very popular in mm. Korea. Mm. Like, I don't... I think the reason this song didn't gain much traction was just because it was a Brave Brothers compilation song. It, mm. it wasn't because it was... a like the reasons that they this song and and later on four minute songs mm. have saliency issues are totally different. Mm. So like I, I get they both have saliency issues, but I yeah. just don't think they belong in the same category. And you're kind of mm. lumping them together. Fair but, enough. But, but but I get what you're saying. You're yeah. you're saying that like um, four minute has an issue of saliency of, of like being in people's minds. Yeah, and it didn't help that this song was, you know, of. of a throwaway kind of song. Yeah. Um, and this song is really good. That's why. Yeah. And I think 4 Minute as a group, like I think they were actually putting out, or I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I think they were putting out kind of music that was enjoyable, but it's just not what people were looking for. Right. I just think there's a big difference between a song that only features three of them, is not promoted at all, doesn't have a music video, yeah. compared to Two. a song like Crazy, which is promoted to hell and hell back, back yeah. and still you know just not can't what people are grab for. onto yeah, right yeah. like i think those are two totally different mm. uh, issues um but you know either way like you know for me mm. for four minute if i can only listen to one four minute song for the rest of my life it'd be it this, is one. this song hands down i think for me um, as well and you know despite you know me like you know 
to everybody, this is, you know, not four minute at all. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, as a song, this is, this is my shit. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't know about this song. Yeah. Right? Because, again, they, they didn't promote it. There's mm-hmm. no music video. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully you discovered our podcast. You stayed at least until this moment. And, and you're you like, I'm going to give this song a listen. Yes, because you should. Yeah. Um, because, again, even though Josh likes this song, it was not on his list for top 14 or top 10 in 2014. And I will never forget that up until my he, death. He will never forgive me for that. Like, I get not being number one. I get not being, but like, not even on your list, bro. I, I don't remember. I feel like we discussed this and you were just kind of like, I forgot that song existed. And that's yeah, why I didn't put it I on. I did really forget it existed just because it was just so, it didn't have a music video, right? And it was yeah. kind of just. I think it was the first song I ever, like, because uh, I used to be really strict about which songs we talked about, right? Like, oh, it needs to have, have a music, music video. video. Mm-hmm. Can't be an OST song, right? Mm-hmm. It needs to be a dedicated. So it can't be like a B-side rando single, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like this song was just so damn good. I was just like, we Yo, have to. We just got to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so that, that was kind of the end of the Brave Sound era. Right, right. And that brings us into what was the current era. Uh, yeah. The, I don't know what to call it, the uh, Banger era. Uh, the drop the beat I, I, drop era. I feel it's like a more beat drop, a little bit more hip hop beat drop, a little bit more hip hop focused era. Um, because I feel like in the Brave Brothers era, they were kind of dibble dabbling in, in some sort of kind of hip hop concepts and yeah. some sounds, not really hip hop sounds. I wouldn't describe them as, but this one they're definitely going. Yeah, I think it was kind of like you know in the Shinzon Tiger era, right? That. Mm-hmm. Post change era, mm-hmm. they were kind of going more hip hop, mm-hmm. and then they switched to Brave Sound, which was more poppy and and yeah. dancey. And so they were like, "Nah, let's go back to hip hop." But they went like, full. they went full hip hop, toot toot, like yeah. um, hip hop town, man. Yeah, well, which is weird because the first mm-hmm. song that they released during this era was Cold Rain, was like and they released a ballad. ballad. Yeah, and and people were like, "What? Four minute ballads? Hold yeah, on, no, 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 no. Yeah, um, and that song didn't do anything. I get. 15th, but yeah. I mean, that's their lowest charting song besides, I like guess, the, Thank their, You, which is, I think which that's one of those, yeah, like fans, fans, I love, love you, you, you know, for supporting us so long. Yeah, those usually don't even, you know, chart at all. Yeah. Um, but of course, the big one, right, is called Crazy.
I think this is the song like uh, for a lot of people that discovered K-pop in the last two years. Like yeah, recent. Yeah, people really like this song. Mm -hmm. International fans really, really, really like yeah. this song. Um, and and I fully agree with 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 the fact that this song is very distinct. It like, is. No other Korean group is anywhere close to this kind of, mm -hmm. especially a girl group. Yeah. Um, and you know the concept. Like there are its ups and downs. Like, I think the outfits mm -hmm. are really nice. Like yeah. the music video is really cool. Yeah. Um, it was the very dance centric. The black and white style. Model chrome. The bucket hats and hit or hit the or miss. The bucket hats with people. the names. Mm. I like the names. I like that they put names on it. I don't mm. know why more groups don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, but the bucket hats themselves and the cornrows. The one girl with the cornrows, like the worst. The you, worst. you know this. Yeah. Anyone who ever has cornrows, we're just girl, like Asian girls with cornrows. No. One of the most cultural appropriate. Oh my god! I don't want to talk about that, but yeah, it's really interesting how um, you know you have that Shin Sanong Tiger era, and then you have the Brave Sun era, and then they're jumping into this, mm -hmm. which I think kind of um, I hate to say it, but it's a little bit bandwagony, but a little bit too late because mm. this was kind of around the time where hip hop was really, really, really picking up, and yeah. and they I think wanted to try it out because their kind of talents and their sound were a little bit suited, I think, for hip-hop. Like, they have rappers and sing-talking, mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of their catchiness comes from the backing track, yeah. which is true for a lot of hip-hop music. And I think uh, this song did a good job of that, but it was just, timing-wise, not good. Like, like, yeah, I think like we mentioned this podcast, like, I... I don't... I, I think bandwagony from the general pers the perspective, but, like, for girls... I think they took a big mm. risk. They took a big risk. It they were was. like, we're going to be one of the first big girl groups. Like, there were smaller girl groups yeah. that... Dibble dabbling. Dibble dabble in this yeah. stuff, but didn't gain any traction mm -hmm. for good reason, as 4Minute yeah. has now figured out. Yeah. Um, but, like, they were the first girl group to be like, yo, let's invest in this, like, hip-hop-y yeah. style that a lot of the boy groups were, yeah. were doing. Um, and it was a big, big risk. Sadly, it didn't pay off it yeah. kind of paid off in disbandment which is so um, strange to me because um so around this time like maybe a month or so after it was released i like did a lot of traveling in korea and i saw a lot of like kind of street performers and dancers mm -hmm. and things like that and all the girls would always dance to this song and i was like oh it's probably really popular mm -hmm. but for some reason just charting wise and saliency wise it's just not as yeah i mean well, i i I mean, for me, I think the reason why is because I think it's really good for dancers, right? Dancers yeah. love this song because it's a very American-y sounding uh -huh. song, right? Like, and even girls can dance to it, right? Yeah, girls can dance to yeah. it. You know, everybody can dance to it. It's a yeah. very good dance song, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, one one million would dance the shit out of this song, right? Yeah. Um, but there's just not that many of those types of songs in mm. Korea uh, until recently, right? Yeah. Um, but but as a general, like to do well in Korea. You know, it's not just dancers in Korea, right? Dancers yeah. are actually a very small percentage of Korean yeah. people, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta satisfy the middle school children. You gotta yeah, satisfy, satisfy the, uh, high, the, school the high school, college, college, crowd, yeah, and like the little bit older folks as well. You know, yeah, to, to be a you know top five song for a long time in Korea, like you need to, everybody, right? Yeah. Everybody needs to like it. Moms need to like it. Yeah. Grandmas need to be like, cheer up, baby, right? Yeah. Like. Pick me, pick me. Like old men were dancing to pick me, right? Yeah. Um, like middle aged men would know what no cheer up and they know shy, 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 and like all that. Like it, yeah. It, it, they're popular for a reason. Yeah. And like crazy is the total opposite. Like yeah. people in Korea just, even when Korean people are like, I like 
even they don't even like hip hop that much. No. Right? Like, you know, we go to a bar all the time that's very hip hop focused, right? Yeah. So like a lot of times I'm like, man, I get Korean really likes hip hop. But then if you go outside of that bar, it's like Korean people don't like hip hop at all. Yeah. Like maybe some of them are like, yo, Eminem, right? Eminem's good great, because I like me that white dude. But like in general, they 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 still like pop ballad American music. But, right? They yeah. they don't like and, and it's it's really strange because I think these days hip hop has become so popular only because of TV shows and like like Show Me the Money and Unpretty Rap Star because mm-hmm. like I before I came over I was listening to Melon and mm-hmm. I saw on the top list like the first like I don't know five songs or something were all songs from Show Me the Money five right yeah, yeah. and it's just like okay well. If this if these songs weren't on Show Me the Money, who would really listen to these songs, and would they really be charting this high? Yeah, because it, it in I feel like Korea especially, um, it's just all about what's supposedly cool. Yeah, and if something is kind of portrayed as cool on television or in popular culture, like it'll gain traction. And I think hip hop is one of those things right now in Korea that is, you know, gaining more popular saliency because it's considered quote-unquote cool yeah. i mean of course you have your underground rappers who have been in korea for who knows how long mm. but like people who have really been listening to like hip-hop not that much i don't think but but, but i think the other part of the conversation what i'm mentioning is that mm. crazy is not the style is very hip-hop but i think the song borrows more from edm yeah than uh from hip-hop mm-hmm. like general hip-hop and you know EDM is even even less popular in mm-hmm. Korea. Like, but it is gaining traction. It is gaining traction. But for example, like I would uh, part of one of my lessons, I, I is like a you know a music video review lesson, right? Where they yeah. have to practice English and, and judge music videos and stuff. Yeah. And like in the past, I, I you know I would have a pop pl- section, R and B section, right? But like this year, I was like, I'm gonna put an EDM section because you know, EDM is insanely popular in America yeah. now. And so I was like, yo, I want to show them, you know. You know the EDM songs, some DJ like some popular, songs. really popular, yeah, popular EDM ones, ones. like yeah. like billion views on YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. popular, right? Uh, like Lean On, yeah. right? Like that's an amazing song. I love that song. And kids, they hated that song. They were like, "What is this what noise?" Is this? Yeah, they were yeah. like, and I'm like, "This is it's what's so weird to me." In America, yo, yeah, like, like you I, guys don't even know. Like I really don't think Korean people really even pay attention to backing tracks that much. No, right? Um... And like I would show them all sorts of you know all sorts of EDM stuff, and, and they yeah. just don't care about melody. They don't care. Like I remember having mm. a talk with you about how like how Korean people enjoy music is so different than America. I think so. Yeah. Like when my high school students listen to music, they just be you know banging their heads, jump up, going up and down, yeah, really, you know, really in getting into getting it. into it, right? Yeah. And when Korean people enjoy music, they're just like stone faced, but like, they're like loving it. Like mm, this song is good. Yeah. Or they're dancing along to it, right? Yeah, Maybe yeah. they're dancing along to Shy 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 and they're yeah. really into that. But of like, course you have your, you know, your... Uh, most, crazy fanboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have most Korean music listeners. Like. like, I'm on the bus, I'm listening to music, and, and I'm not even like... I think Josh used to, you used to like actively dance and get into <laughs> yeah, it in the street, yeah, yeah. right? I, I don't think you really do that anymore. No, I've toned it down. Um, but like it, when I'm listening, like if, you know, I'm Jelly Baby comes on, I'm like... Bah, 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 bah. I'm like, I'm kind of getting into yeah. it. But like everybody else... Sitting in the bus is just like, looks like they hate their lives and they're not even enjoying the music that they're listening to. Mm-hmm. But they probably are. But yeah. it's also probably because they are listening to ballads because that's mainly what... That's the Korean, Korean people. people love like, ballads, man. And, uh, but crazy, 
crazy again as far opposite as ba- from ballads as you can right yeah and it's really it's really shame because i thought uh crazy was a, a good direction for four minutes to take because yeah. i thought it really it really suited the kind of skill set I mean, I know I didn't like it at the time because I I really liked that Brave Sound era, right? Did, I really liked that era. And so I was a little sad to see them transition, especially the ones so different. Yeah. But like going back like to Crazy, especially, I'm like, you know what? Like this was a this. very yeah. interesting, you know, very new song, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a shame, you know, that... But, but I also think that... You know, Crazy did okay, decently well, like yeah. charting wise. Like yeah. saliency, I think, is a three. whole other issue, yeah. right? But like, you know, charts are again a lot of a lot of is based on their previous, you know, style mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can really see the next song, you know, hate, hate. It really didn't do well. No, um, not at all. But but I also think Crazy is just a much better song than Hate in, yeah. in general. A much better concept wise, mm-hmm. much better dance wise, and uh, uh, like Hate, uh, you know. I didn't really want to talk in depth about it because I think it's a lot of bad things. But like, yeah. I think the concepts that they chose, the outfits were bad. I think it was just the it's just wrong direction. Yeah, like they went from kind of like fierce, you know, hip hop crazy yeah, style yeah. to like cholo style and hate, yeah. and it was just it was just it was such a weird mi- mix mismatch because yeah. half of the music video is like close ups of pretty face and nice yeah. outfits and like oh they look kind of good and then the drop hits and they're all kind of like choloy girls and it's like no mm. no yeah not great like for me crazy was like huh it was it was something new mm. and i was like oh if they keep pursuing this i might i can i can get behind it but hate i think took everything that crazy did and like made it went bad. along yeah made it bad yeah for me and unfortunately that was the kind of like swan song for them because they were like if this song doesn't do well we're not going to continue. And unfortunately, yeah. it didn't do well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is the era, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, this kind of girl group, like, it's just the generation. This is the sign of the generation has really uh, uh, changed. Um, and, you know, four minute, it's that rest in peace, right? I don't know what the rest of the four girls do. Maybe they can actually be four minutes. You know, they, yeah. they have four now. Um, but... You know, as sad as it is to say, after talking about all of their songs, right? Like, yeah. I, I just, you know, Four Minute has always been Hyona plus four. You know, in the in the in the national consciousness, it's always been Hyona right. plus four. Right. And you know, they 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 didn't they tried like with Tuyun, right? They tried yeah. to like give some of the other girls yeah. um, some time, and some of them are in variety shows, you know, kind of, but like. They could just never surpass Hyona's mega influence. Like, she just had too much gravity. Yeah. Um, But, and you know, as as shitty as it might be to say, like, I totally understand that. Like, sometimes I I don't understand why one girl is way better than the other girls. But, like, Hyona's charisma is just so different and so much stronger Mm -hmm. than a lot of the other girls, right? Not Her singing is not... I don't think her singing is great. I don't think her rapping is great, right? But her... Charisma. Her charisma, her especially her dancing is just yeah. so on another level. Like she's one of the few Korean so, uh, celebrities that I actually think is naturally sexy. Who has that sexy factor? Yeah. yeah. Like Soyeon is sexy, but I don't think she's great at being sexy. sexy. Yeah. It's just um, like 
it's like a manufactured sexy. sexy. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is how to act sexy, and she's really good at acting sexy. Yeah. But I really think Hyuna is legitimately, yeah. Like, well, I remember uh, during the Wonder Girls irony, right? Yeah. Like, where like she, Ooh, that girl, she, she <laughs> a she was like fourteen at the time, yeah. And, but she was like, like moves that like the other girls were kind of making cutesy. Yeah. Hyuna was making like sexy. sexy, and it was like really weird. Um, in my opinion, so the reason why Hyuna had left Warner Girls is because of health reasons. That's the official. Quote, unquote. But I think reasons. it's because she was just too goddamn sexy for Wonder Girls. Yeah, I think she just didn't fit yeah. well with their style. Yeah. Um, and, and I think in the long run, it, it, it worked out because they got Yubin, and I love Yubin. Mm. Um, and, you know, Hyuna went on to, to do things that she never would have been able to do as, as a Wonder Girl. Kind of right? like 2PM and Jay Park, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Park gets to have head have tattoos, head tattoos, and <laughs> make songs like "Sex Trip," right? And Mome. And, and Mome, yeah, or amazing songs, right? Like Joa and Solo, and you know, amazing things. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a good. It was a good ice cream. That's true. And maybe one day we'll have a just Yona retrospective when she's out of the business. But that'll probably be in a long, 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 long time. Um, but we did want to specifically not. Super mention uh, their side stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, lastly, uh, I do want to say that we had one person, when I asked him, you know, what's your favorite four-minute song? He picked a Japanese song. And I didn't really know how to fit that into the podcast, so but we're we'll just going to say now, it yeah. now. Um, so, Mike, Michael, M-I-K-L, Mikkel. Yeah. Mikkel 187. Yeah. says, uh, his favorite song is Love Tension. Okay. Japanese song. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes uh, four minutes Japanese releases because they're usually a bit more rocky, mm-hmm. which is which is for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, I really like this one because it's energetic, fast-paced, and fun. Um, there's no rap song. No one's trying to look urban. Um, and it's just very simple. I, I think that's a very good description of Japanese songs in general. Yeah. Is like they really strip out all the faux hip-hop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, You know... Cause that's not that's not that's not how they popular. do. Yeah. But what they do do is they do do, do a lot of rock, like yeah. full rocky. Sing talking works wonders in Japan. Yeah. Um, but looking at kind of four minutes Japanese uh, rankings, like they did not do well. No, in Japan. definitely not. They did not do well. Um, like none none of their songs ever even passed uh, fifteen on, yeah. on a Japanese chart. Um, and, and the songs they chose to promote in Japan are really interesting too. They started early on with like music as their first yeah. one, and for I me, mind, mind. that's a really interesting choice to start. Like, why not Hot Issue? But I don't know. I, I don't know. There's probably some businessy decision, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, I have just never. You know, I I was a huge J-pop fan for a while, mm. but like the J-pop song style. You know, especially nowadays, I just do not Can't like, get down with that. Can't get down with that. So no, no, when no. I, you know, granted their last Japanese song was in 2012. I think they very yeah. quickly abandoned the, that effort because yeah. they weren't doing well. It's um, less than 5,000. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we looked it up. We were like, man, what, what's a good? Like We looked up 2PM because 2PM does very well. They're selling, still selling now, you know, over 100,000. Yeah. You know, you know uh, I don't know how they count this, whether it's physical sales or... or Digital plus physical, I don't know, yeah. but like love tension, four thousand eight hundred. You know, like yeah, not great. Not great. Um, <sighs> you know, I, I think that's kind of it for I think our our general four minute retrospective. retrospective. It's it's really always sad to see it go, uh, right. see this happen. 
but very similarly to 21 and and, and Miss okay. A, I think we both understand why this happened, mm. right? Mm. It wasn't out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was something that was like we could see coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think 2016 is kind of a lot of people are saying like, oh no, it's the you know it, this is like the end of a lot of eras, uh. possibly this year. And and I remember reading an article of other groups that have their contracts ending this year. Um, so, for example, FX's mm-hmm. contracts end this year, and yeah. I can totally see FX breaking up. Yeah, um, because, because a they already, already lost Soli. Yeah. Uh, B, they're all doing solo stuff now, right? Yeah. Like uh, uh, Amber's doing a lot of solo. Yeah. Crystal's doing her like CF stuff, and then Victoria's in China doing her stuff. Yeah. And Luna's, Luna's putting out solo stuff now too. Putting out solo stuff. So like I can fully understand them splitting up. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be sad, of course, but I can see that happening. Yeah. I think Rainbow also their contracts and right. no idea what's going on with Rainbow. Yeah. Um, there was one more, but I, I can't remember off the top yeah. of my head. And I mean, the reason being why like this kind of year is where it's all hitting is because a lot of these groups kind of started around the same time, and, and when you start around the same time, you kind of sign the you know K-pop standard contract and. Yeah. Yeah, so it just happens so to be around years. the time. Yeah, yeah, it just happens to be around the time. I do think you know, at the risk of going too long, mm-hmm. I, I do really find it really sad that if it's a contract thing, right? If it's like uh, um, a breaking contract thing, mm-hmm. that's one thing, right? If you're mm-hmm. Chris or Luhan, you know, if you're an EXO thing or if you're a JYJ thing, mm-hmm. and that comes out of nowhere, yeah. you know, Jessica needs to leave. Mm-hmm. I, I get that it's very abrupt, right? But like, I just don't understand why you can't give this kind of style thing like one last song. Yeah, you know, you know, it's gonna when happen. the contract. And I mean, you've probably have contract negotiations or something, and so you probably kind of know what the outcome is gonna be before the contract kind of deadline yeah. comes. And you know, groups like who have been around for a while, they always do these kind of fan tribute songs. Yeah, and I don't understand why. They can't do it. Just do one last one. Yeah, just yeah. one for the one for the fans. You know? Like I think that that's a not only good for it, get, it makes you a little bit more money at the end, yeah. but it also allows people that are leaving to have at least some momentum, right? Um, but that just never happens. There's never, yeah. uh, and it's so sad to me that four minutes ends on. Well, I guess it technically ended on Canvas, which was like a a B side song, yeah. but like it ended on Hate. Like it's just such a yeah. sad way to end like know? not even like not even a like a tribute song like maybe even a concert like a small concert just to mm. s- have them like or maybe there's bad blood who knows but yeah as we mentioned that, that there I mean, seems possible. to be some bad blood yeah. like i'm sure there's a reason why they can't but i you know in my head it's just like it's just so sad when it's you know this is going to happen you know they're probably not going to renew their contract be like yo one last time. Let's let's gather a concert, sing all the all the call up the Shinzerong Tiger, maybe yeah. call up Brave Sound. Let's make one last old school song for the fans. It just it just never happens. Yeah, but um, but you can understand because these groups are you know controlled by really powerful music companies, and no. they're gonna do whatever you know they want. So, but like Cube, Cube is having a fucking bad time. Mm-hmm. Right, they lost the dude from Beast. Yeah, and even Beast itself has not done much in a very long no, time. No, no, no. Um, like who else? They got CLC, which we both like, but, but have they're not, been getting, not traction. getting any traction. Yeah. Um, B actually, yeah. like aside from the, uh, the few dudes acting, mm-hmm. and, and when they have their one, one, you know, their ballad, <laughs> their ballad song every once in a while, yeah. um, they they haven't been doing much recently. 
Um, but but I think of that rumor that was like, you know, CLC's kind of music side has not been doing great and not been making them a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it does kind of make sense because I think they haven't. Been. I think Cube is just really bad at managing their, their groups. Yeah. Yeah. Or recently. I think yeah. they did a good job once at a time, right? Yeah. Like Beast was on top of things oh, for a yeah. while. Troublemaker was really popular. Even Troublemaker. Right. Well, I guess. Hyona. Right. If anything, Hyona and Hyungsung, they have plenty of time for Troublemaker now. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. Because they're both solos. <laughs> so maybe we'll see a comeback of Troublemaker? We'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm sure Hyona will come out with another solo that I hope to God is not like Roll Deep because I don't. You're hoping it. more for red, right? I'm hoping more for that red, or or even bubble pop, or yeah, even ice cream, ice even cream. even some change. You know, like I can do some change. I don't want that like super weird, like Miley Cyrus y Hyona. Right? I don't no, want that real deep Hyona. Um, but yep. Yeah, so I think that'll be it for uh, this after show show. Of course, please uh, check out our main podcast. You know, next week, um, and then the next after show show after this is going to be. Our favorite, uh, our top five or top ten, I still haven't still decided, decided yet, still decided. Uh, songs of the year so far. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. you got to brace yourself. Um, we already got a lot of very interesting top tens from, yeah. from some of our Slack changes. All, all different. All totally different. Yeah. Some of those I'm like, man, like maybe I should listen to some like, of I these songs again. Song. Yeah, because yeah. I can't believe this is even on there. Um, but it just goes to show how different everybody is. Yeah. And, but yet respectful. But, but Nobody's respectful. putting down anybody else's list. Well, I mean, I might. You know, I'll be like, Yo, Steve is an asshole. I'm just kidding. Hmm. Uh, I don't think I saw <laughs> one where I was like, really? Like, really? Um, but I need to go back and look. Yeah. Um, but, you know, TLDR. I don't think TLDRs work in podcasts. But if they do, listen to Only Gain Weight. Fuck all the other songs. Only Gain Weight. Hashtag Never Forget 2014. <laughs> Bye. Bye 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 bye